Today's episode is brought to you by Angie. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs and projects done well. Let me tell you, there's the version of it where you try to do something at home, and then there's a version of it where you have someone help you, you watch them do it the right way, and you go, thank God I didn't try to do that myself. I have fully done things around the home that I think look good, and then a bang in the night, and I wake up to a shelf collapsing, a painting falling off the wall. Like it, I've, I've seen it all go south. I own a home, and I can tell you... I know how much work it can take, whether it's everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality. It can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is Angie that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Whatever your home project, big or small, indoor or outdoor, you can Angie that and connect with skilled professionals to get the project done well. Right now, one of my wish lists is I want a bike for my condo in Milwaukee and I would love to rig it up on a pulley in the ceiling because I have one of those like lofted ceilings, but I'm so scared to try that on my own. Angie has 20 years of home experience and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app. Answer a few questions and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of any home project in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. I had so much stuff that did not bring me happiness. And it just made me realize that like having all this stuff doesn't make me a better person and doesn't make me like cool. And I just was like, this is not me. This isn't who I am. This wasn't how I was brought up. Oh, it's about to get juicy in here. to TK's Juicy Pod. I'm here with the iconic Miss Maggie McDonald. How are you, Maggie? Good. How are you? Thank you for having me. <laughs> Doing well. We've been chatting up a storm for probably like the first 25 minutes of our, <laughs> what's supposed to be our recording. <laughs> so Maggie, can you do the brief five second, you know, where you're from, how old you are, what you do, just like the quick little recap, just in case for God knows why someone wouldn't know who you are. (laughs) Yes, of course. My name is Maggie McDonald. I am 23 years old. I am from Boston, Massachusetts, and I am like a lifestyle YouTuber. I do daily vlogs on my channel and I show all things like fashion, beauty, health, wellness, stuff like that. By the way, I'm like one of Maggie's biggest like YouTube fans. Like she's one of my favorite vloggers to watch. And I always tell her that. I'm like, hey, saw this in the vlog. <laughs> so I have to ask just like right off the bat because I am moving August 15th. And I need to know, is the Restoration Hardware like cloud bed? Is it called the cloud bed? Yeah. Okay. The bed that you have. D- is it worth it? Yeah. Oh, my God. 100%. Really? Because I keep yeah. thinking about it. I keep thinking about it. But like it's so forking expensive. Oh, no. It really is. But honestly... 
I feel like it's one of those pieces that it's such an amazing investment. It's so timeless. It's never going to go out of style and you'll literally bring it with you everywhere you go. Okay. So think like long term, 10 years down the road, if you ever like live in a house, it's still with you. (laughs) (laughs) I thought about doing like a contest or like something like a, like a challenge in my, like for myself that like if I made enough like money off of monetization, like I strictly had to make the cloud couch money from like monetized videos so that it was like a thing like guys we're almost there no I love that (laughs) you should do that I know I might because I it's the road to the cloud couch or the cloud sorry the cloud bed the cloud bed I'm definitely gonna get the probably the cloud couch dupe for my living room yeah my sister has one it's so comfy spaces one no because they don't ship to Massachusetts they only ship I think around California, Arizona. Oh my gosh. That area. Wait, which one does she have? She has the Modani. What? How did she find that? <laughs> she actually found it because, you know, Jessica Howell. She's yeah. one of our friends. She has the same couch. So Emma copied her. Oh my God. And got that. Maybe I'll DM <laughs> Emma and be like, hey, send me the link to your couch. Yeah, it's Just really comfy. I'm looking. And it has that okay. same look. Good to know. It's crazy how many dupes there are, but I just had to know because I keep thinking about it and I'm like, no, I don't need it. Like my brother and mom today were like, you do not need that. And I was like, well, honestly, I feel like it's a type of thing where my mom always told me, if you can't stop thinking about it, you should just get it. You know, it's like when you're at the store and you want to get something and you're like, I don't think I should. But then you think about it for like two weeks straight. You have to go back and get it. Yeah. Well, that's how I feel. That's how I'm justifying it. Also, Remy, though, she was like, because Remy had the white one in her apartment and then when she moved to her house she got like a king sized like cloud couch bed but she got it in black and so I was like Remy is the white worth it and she was like well if you like having sex and you spray tan a lot no (laughs) (laughs) because you get it all over but I'm like okay I'm like maybe if I'm and I do spray tan a lot but not really since COVID. no I I don't think the spray tan I feel like won't get on On I mean like the actual bed yeah because you're on the mattress and it's like a platform so I know. I, I need to just like either like start getting my shit together and not like getting spray tan everywhere or like <laughs> just get the bed and like, you know, we'll see. So first question is, what is it like being like perceived? Because in my eyes, like you're a, a cool girl on on YouTube and Instagram. So like, what is it like being perceived as that to the rest of the world? Like you're a cool girl. Oh, my God. That's actually such a good question. <laughs> well, for me, like, I don't know which it doesn't seem like that to me honestly like I really just feel normal and sometimes I'm like why like do people even care what I'm saying like do they even care what I'm showing in my videos to me I just seem really normal and boring (laughs) like I don't know I just I just like wear sweatpants all day and like drink coffee make avocado toast hang out in my apartment so it definitely just feels like normal life to me but it's just crazy that people have like this perception of me online and like I don't know (laughs) do you feel like you understand like where I'm coming from when I say that I think you're a cool girl no for sure I totally understand because there's people that I follow and I'm like oh my god they're so cool you know who who are people like that I am really into Kylie Jenner's old assistant, Victoria Villaroel. Oh, yeah, she's cool. I think she's so cool. Like, I just love her vibe, and she's very low-key, and I like that she has a younger sister. 
So I like follow oh, both of cute. them and I just like love watching her stories like when they're traveling and like doing stuff together. They're always hanging out. So it reminds me a lot of me and my sister and I just love like her vibe, her clothes and I'm just like always like watching her stories and stuff. So yeah, I love her specifically because her body like feels like attainable for me to oh, like, yeah. look at for inspo. <laughs> No, so I'm like always saving her picks versus like double zeros that I just will. I can't. I, I feel like that, that too. And that's honestly, I think one of the reasons why I've started to really like her a lot more recently, like you said, because of her body. And I feel like I have always like in the past, I've struggled with my body in the way where I am more athletic. Like I have a more athletic build and I have Same. bigger thighs and like a bigger butt. And I had always wanted to like work out in order to like be as like lean as possible you know that was kind of like my goal like being lean like seeing all the girls on Instagram being skinny and then I realized it's just like I am the way that I am and I need to just like embrace that and rock it you know it just helps like following people like that because it's like so inspiring that they're so confident in their own body so it just makes you feel like you can be confident in yours you know absolutely and I feel like I also had a realization recently too when I was back home I was with my brother and his friends all the time they're like in the midst of like frat season like they are frat boys they're like the cool guys on campus like they are those guys and they're all like my best friends and so when I was home it's funny like how much I was just like hearing guys geek out about girls you know when you're with your girlfriends they're like oh my god this guy blah blah, blah. it's just like guy talk 24 7 but with guys it's so cool being like yo did you see her instagram like did you like everything that i didn't really think that guys notice about they were noticing really and that's so like, interesting oh my god yeah and they were like saying how they're like oh my gosh her thighs are like so hot or like they would make remarks like oh my gosh her curves like things like that that i was like whoa like maybe I should start loving myself more because guys like that shit that was like a cool moment yeah no I completely agree I think guys overall just love a confident girl like whatever shapes or size you are if you're confident within yourself I feel like that confidence just radiates so speaking of guys let's talk about Tyler that's your boyfriend's (laughs) name right yes yeah the secret mysterious tie. So how long have you guys been dating and why the heck do you not show him on your social media at all? We've been dating for, it'll be four years coming up and I don't show him because he is very shy and I've known him. So it's his choice. Yeah, it's his choice and I just respect his decision and I've known him before I ever had any sort of presence on social media like when we met I had like a thousand followers on Instagram and it was just like normal and then we actually started dating and then we broke up for a little while and had like why did you break up we actually broke up because I had a real job like I didn't do YouTube yet so I had a real like like real person job and it was the summer what was your job I was a hostess at a restaurant on the Cape. Yeah. Okay. So I was a hostess there and it was my summer job and I grew up on Cape Cod, which is like a huge vacation spot in Massachusetts. People come from everywhere. I worked at a five-star resort on the Cape. So it was like really intense. And I feel like I was just trying to work as much as I could to go back to school my junior year. I needed to have money to live on my own in my apartment, pay my rent, pay my bills, like 
pay for groceries. So I was working over 40 hours a week, six days a week. And then on my one day off, I was, I would babysit. So I would like grind and I really wanted to just like make as much money as I could, like I said, to support myself. And he had a different job. He lives two hours away from me like his hometown is two hours away so we just were like kind of long distance for the summer I didn't get to see him a lot I didn't have a lot of time off from work and I just feel like we started to argue and it just ended up being like getting to the point where I was like okay I feel like we should just take a break until we go back to school like we keep arguing I don't want to risk ruining our relationship and then we ended up just like breaking up for a little while and actually when we broke up I was so sad and needed something to take my mind off of it and I started my YouTube channel so I just feel like yeah I feel like everything happens for a reason because if we have never kind of great yeah no they really are and sometimes you need the time apart from somebody to realize like how much you actually actually appreciate them and want them in your life and for me like I figured a lot of shit out when we were broken up and I just kind of realized like what mattered in life and all that and I feel like if we had never broken up and I started YouTube and we were still together like and I had all this success in the beginning like who knows if I would have let like my ego get in the way and I would have like broken up with him to like go focus on like YouTube and stuff and I feel like my relationship is one thing that I keep like really sacred to me and I don't really show it because it's like the part of me that is real life and it's not for I don't I'm not in this relationship to show it online and to get likes and get like take cute photos and have people be like oh relationship goals which is fine and I totally understand and respect people who do show their relationship it's just something that is really special to me and I like to keep to myself and have it between him and I so yeah it's so I think it's so cool and actually I think that if I was in the same situation as you with a serious boyfriend I would probably do the same or I I would hope to at least keep it somewhat private just because I can't imagine the repercussions of what it would be like if we broke up and the whole internet knew and there were like sides and well like that would just like I I'm already a cancer and I'm already emotional like that would be too much yeah and it really does hurt you like as much as you can say like oh don't care about what people think it's like oh I don't know I don't want to deal with that either (laughs) I'm emotional too like I'm so soft on the inside plus like going online and seeing all these comments all the time about your significant other like after you broke up it would just be like keep reminding you of it and I think that's a huge testament to your work ethic you saying that you know you were like in this relationship and in the summer you were like in boss bitch mode you were like yo I gotta pay rent I gotta pay these bills and this is pre YouTube pre clout pre making a lot of money all of that and I think that's such a huge testament and then when you broke up you're like actually I'm going to dive even more into work and like start this YouTube thing so I'm sure he found that extremely attractive <laughs> so how'd you guys get back together like what happened who sent the first text like, oh me first date oh I oh did I would be okay because he's me. like as I said he's super shy and also he is just the type of person where I feel like he keeps his feelings to himself like he's very reserved and he wouldn't go out of his way to like tell me how he felt even if he had these thoughts and feelings about me you know like he'd kind of like keep them to himself like oh we're broken up like 
there's no contact, whatever. So I was the one who would text him and I would ask him to like meet up and talk and all that. And he was like down? Yeah. And I had to ask a few times in the beginning, like, I asked a few times and then finally like we met up and we talked about things and then it actually went a little bit before we actually got back together and started dating again. We were broken up for a total of like six months and over those six months like I was with somebody else and he had been with somebody else too. So it just like made us realize even more that like what are we doing? Why are we like playing this game when really like we just want to be with each other? So then we ended up getting back together and then we had been on and off for I like I said like the six months and at first I was the one that was like reaching out to him and then we stopped talking for a little bit and then he was the one reaching out to me and then it just came to the point where he told me like hey I really need to talk to you like I need to come to your apartment and then he came over to my apartment at call at our college and was just like I really need to be with you like something it just doesn't feel right blah 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 so then we got back together and it's been (laughs) two and a half years since we got back together love it cue the Marvin Gaye I love it (laughs) so what do you find so attractive about Tyler honestly the first time I ever met him I remember it was like one of those things where I instantly saw him and I was like, who is this boy? Like, I need to talk to him. Okay, so we're going to pause the episode really quickly so I can talk about literally one of my favorite things on the planet, da-da-da-da, Anchor. So if you haven't heard about Anchor before, it's basically the easiest way to make a podcast period. Let me just explain to you what they have. First of all, it's free, which like nothing's free anymore. So I feel like that's already your number one winner. Second of all, there's like all these different creation tools on the platform where you can make your own podcast and like you can record and edit it right from your phone or your computer, which is like crazy because you don't need all this fancy equipment. And like I said, it's free. So you're saving money that way too. And then my personal favorite thing about Anchor and like the main reason why I use it is because Anchor will literally distribute your podcast for you. So it can be heard on all different platforms that like basically any podcast can be distributed. So it can be heard through Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Stitcher. Google Podcasts, and many, many more. So all you do is submit your podcast link and they literally distribute it everywhere for you, which is incredible. And overall, it's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. So it's super easy. I can't recommend it enough. I personally use this every week and I just love it so much. I recommend it to everyone of my friends that wants to start a podcast. Even my brother uses it. So it's very user-friendly and I definitely recommend. So be sure to download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. So don't miss your opportunity to make an awesome podcast and download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Thank you so much to apartments.com for sponsoring this episode of Making Moves. Apartments.com believes a dishwasher does more than just clean plates. It turns your whole place into a time machine by turning the time you would have spent washing dishes into extra time for you. 
That could mean more time to read, more time to knit, or more time to contemplate the vastness of time itself. With Apartments.com, finding somewhere to live with an elusive dishwashing-slash-time-expanding device is easy. Apartments.com hosts the most rental listings with over 1 million available units. And with comprehensive search tools and instant alerts, you never have to worry about missing out on the perfect place. To find whatever you're searching for and more, visit Apartments.com, the place to find a place. Today's episode is brought to you by Angie. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs and projects done well. Let me tell you, there's the version of it where you try to do something at home, and then there's a version of it where you have someone help you, you watch them do it the right way, and you go, thank God I didn't try to do that myself. I have fully done things around the home that I think look good, and then a bang in the night, and I wake up to a shelf collapsing, a painting falling off the wall. Like it, I've, I've seen it all go south. I own a home, and I can tell you... I know how much work it can take, whether it's everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality. It can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is Angie that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Whatever your home project, big or small, indoor or outdoor, you can Angie that and connect with skilled professionals to get the project done well. Right now, one of my wish lists is I want a bike for my condo in Milwaukee and I would love to rig it up on a pulley in the ceiling because I have one of those like lofted ceilings, but I'm so scared to try that on my own. Angie has 20 years of home experience and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app. Answer a few questions and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of any home project in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I.com. Now let's get back into the episode. Hope you're enjoying it so far. Mwah. I need to like know who this is. Why? Because he was because just so attractive? He, well, he was very quiet and we were at a party and he was talking to my roommate because she had known him through like mutual friends and he was wearing sweatpants that were cut into shorts like you know how that's a style right now he (laughs) was wearing those in this big sweatshirt like because he was on the football team at our school he was wearing like his big football sweatshirt and he genuinely just looked cozy and he looked chill (laughs) and he was like in the corner at the party like minding his own business and I was like I want to talk to him Cause he, I don't know. I just like, I love liked it. that he wasn't the type of guy that was just being all over all the girls. Like center of attention. Yeah. yeah. And he was just very low key and chill. And so I went up to him and I introduced myself. You were like, i in. <laughs> yeah. Got it. Were you just like, hi, I'm Maggie. Or were you kind of like sly with it? Yeah. I kind of just like walked over and I taught, I like said hi to my roommate. I was like, oh, hey, like what's up? And then I saw him and I was like, oh, like, so who's this? And she introduced us and then we started talking and it's funny. I've told this story. I mean, I haven't really talked about it on my YouTube channel, but I was in a relationship at the time, like my high school relationship, which this sounds awful, but this was actually at the last party of the year, my freshman year. And I had never gone out all year because my boyfriend at the time was like super controlling and like told me I wasn't allowed to go out and like all this stuff. Like it was very, very toxic. It was unhealthy. And I went home every single weekend of my freshman year. And I hung, that's how Emma and I got so close. My sister and I, because I would just get picked up every Friday after class and my dad would bring me back Monday morning. And I spent every weekend with my sister because my boyfriend told me I couldn't go out. And so I ended up like 
applying to transfer to his school because I just wanted to be with him. And I got accepted to transfer and I thought that I was never going to be going back to the school that I went to and I decided to go out for the last night of college like with my roommate we had never really like gone to parties together so I was like let's go out like the semester's ending like we need to like live it up I'm going to be transferring and we ended up going to the party where I met Tyler and then I remember like I just talked to him I was like oh this kid's cute and after that night I was going to orientation for like the school I was transferring to where my ex-boyfriend went and I called my best friend and I was like I literally don't think I can go and she was like why Maggie like you've been dreaming of going to that school like you just want to be with my ex like yeah and she was like you just want to be with him and I was like but something doesn't feel right like I can't and she was like why and I was like I met this boy (laughs) the last night at school and if I don't see him again like I'll regret it for the rest of my life and so I Stop. went, yeah, she was like, Maggie, just go to orientation, see how it is. If you don't like it, you don't have to go. And I was like, okay, you're right. You're right. So I got on the plane, flew down to Virginia, went to orientation. And when I was there, I found out Wait, he whoa, cheated whoa, on what me. School? James what Madison. School? And he cheated on Yeah, you? he had cheated on me. And I found out when I was at the orientation with him. And I went down there to go stay with him and like spend the week. I had orientation and he was taking a summer class. So I found out that he Wait, cheated. Wait, how did you find out? We were we got in a fight earlier in the day. Like this, the, the first few days I was there, we had been like arguing about things. He would like yell at me about what I'm wearing. Like, oh, you're showing too much skin. Your pants are too tight, like showing your butt, stuff like that. And if I was wearing like a crop tank top, he'd be like, why are you showing your stomach? Like you getting, you want attention from other guys. And I was just so fed up with it that I was like, okay, we need some space. I'm going to go to the gym. Like he was going golfing with his friends and he, and we just needed like the afternoon apart. And so I got ready for the gym. He had left already. And I was walking downstairs to walk over to go work out and this is so bad, but his computer was open on the counter and he was like doing homework and my stomach dropped. Like I felt sick to my stomach and my intuition was telling me like, you need to read his text messages. <laughs> so I went like Shut FBI up. mode and I didn't even like go through his messages. Like I, if you're on a computer or like any Apple device, you can search keywords. So I just searched yeah. like hook up, blah, blah, blah. Like all the words for like the juicy yeah. things you want to find out. And I found out everything. It wasn't messages with girls. It was in the group messages with his friends. So Shut the fuck up. Yeah. So I found out. I packed up all my stuff. I called my mom, called my friends. Wait, 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 wait. Time out, time out. What were like the messages? Was he like, yeah, we banged last night? Like what was it? No, they, his friends were all like bragging about how he was making out with a girl at a party that they all thought was hot. And they were like taking shots of tequila, like through her boobs. (laughs) And I was like, yeah, I don't even think they had sex, but they like made out and like were doing like crazy shit. And I was like, what are you doing? Yeah. Oh my. So then you packed up your stuff. So I packed up my stuff and I called my mom and this was back in like 2015, 2016. I don't even think Uber existed back then. Were you like shaking? Yeah, I was, I felt like so sick. I was shaking and I honestly felt like almost relieved because I knew that the relationship I was in was just so toxic for so long, but I couldn't walk away because he was was my best friend. And this was like, honestly, it felt freeing because this was my way out. Yeah. And like, it's so crazy. I was in the middle of 
Virginia and where the school is, it's two hours away from the closest airport. And so this was already at like six o'clock at night. Flights were done for the day. So my mom booked me a hotel room at a motel down the street. And then she booked a car service to come pick me up the next morning at like 7 a.m. and get me on the next flight back to Boston. So then I packed my bags and I just left. And he like came home and was like, what are you doing? And I was like, I'm leaving. He was like, I was like, I know what you did, blah, blah, blah. And he literally ripped his shirt off of his body. Like he was so mad. And he was like, I was just, I didn't know what to say. I was just like, uh, yeah, like I I have nothing to say. I am going to go. We're done. And then that was that. That's insane. Yeah. So and then the first thing I did when I got back to the hotel, <laughs> I um, sent Tyler a Snapchat. And Let's I said, I'm, I was like, told him that I'm not transferring. And then he like left me on red like all summer and we like didn't talk. <laughs> but and then once we got back to school, like we went on a date. But it wasn't like this big summer <laughs> fling where we were like talking all summer suspense. Got it, like, got it. Yeah. So that's the story. You're like, I went back to the resort and we met up. (laughs) Okay, wow. I like feel like I knew bits and pieces of that, but not the actual tea. So I'm really glad that you spilled that and shared. Wow. So you really learned a lot from that ex-boyfriend. Oh, so much. Just about like a lot about self-worth and what I deserve and how I should be treated and just like, all of that I have so much more respect for myself and I feel like I stick up for myself so much more now like I would never put up with any shit but before like I was too scared to ever stick up for myself I will say I feel like I know so many couples that it's such a red flag ladies and gents to look out for when your significant other is super controlling about like you not being able to go out or like you know, wearing too little of clothing. That's such a red flag because they know like they're usually the ones that are cheating because they're, they know what they're doing. So they're afraid that you'll be doing that to them. Exactly. He used to tell me like I couldn't go out to parties at school because he would think that I was going to like hook up with every guy there. And I was like, what are you talking about? Like, (laughs) this is absolutely (laughs) absurd. Yeah. He's crazy. What are your thoughts on couple channels? My thoughts I mean, I guess just like you do you. It's not something that I would personally do just based on a lot of privacy reasons. I feel like the internet can sometimes be very detrimental to relationships and just always having Mm -hmm. other people's opinions. And I don't know. I just feel like for me, I would never do it. But if people have couple channels and they love it and that's what they're into then I love that for them it's so cute (laughs) would you ever let's say you get a brand deal and it's for an engagement ring let's say you're getting paid like a hundred thousand dollars for this engagement ring or you're it's a hundred thousand dollar ring and they're like hey Maggie we would love for you to do a video of you and Tyler like planned proposal you'll get this $100,000 ring. You just have to do like a dedicated video. Would you do it? Oh, yeah. He would totally be down for it too. And You would do like a branded yeah. um, engagement? Oh my God. I feel like that'd be so fun. And I feel like at least for us, I know like <laughs> for him, he, 
I feel like would be so into that. He doesn't want to be like the center of attention on my channel, but he's also not like, don't ever show me. Like I would be so mad at you, Got like it. whatever. He's been yeah. in a few videos like in the background and just in vlogs and stuff. But I feel like when it comes down to that and if it's something where we're like getting engaged and they're offering to give us a $100,000 ring, like we could take the money that he would spend on an engagement ring anyway and like put it towards like our house and stuff. So I just feel like it'd be a really smart decision to <laughs> do that. And I also feel like I would show my engagement anyway. It, I mean, I feel like I, it wouldn't really matter. I mean, I think that's such a unique perspective. It, I, The only reason why I am like, okay, like, do you, boo, is because you don't show him. So in this one case, you're like, all right, I'll do the sponsored thing. And the only reason why I ask the question most of the time people are like, ooh, no, I would never do that is just because – it's a sponsored thing and they like want to be surprised. Oh yeah. Like, well actually that's true. Cause I would know about it. Well, I just feel I mean? like, I mean at and this it's point, weird because technically it's like your money, like the co cool thing about like getting engaged or people usually get excited about like the guy spending so much money on the ring or whatever. I don't know. It's like an intimate thing. That's yeah. What I no, totally. I just feel like it, we talk about it all the time and I feel like I wouldn't know like when it's going to happen or where or any of that, but when it comes down to like the ring, he knows what type of ring I like and he knows like what I want, which obviously I would be happy with anything. Like whatever he picked out would make me so happy. But also She's like, what's this? I feel like, I don't know. Part of me just feels like that would be cool, I guess. I don't really know. Honestly, I respect the honesty. Yeah. Is that something we can look forward to in the foreseeable future? Maybe. I don't I am really working on living in the moment and being present Got it. <laughs> I told him that Got because it. before quarantine I was so like ha felt like I needed to have my whole life figured out and I was like okay yeah. so like we're gonna get engaged we're gonna get a house we're gonna do this and now I've realized that like tomorrow hasn't even happened yet like the only moment that we really yeah. have is the present moment and I don't want to like have all these expectations and have these ideas in my head and then have the moment come and then it not be what I thought in my head you know what I mean like I just really want life to kind of happen the way that it's supposed to and also I'm only 23 so when it happens it's gonna happen whether yeah. it's a year and from now birthday, or you're a Scorpio right yes I'm a Scorpio Sagittarius cusp I was when born on November 21st Okay, because I'm t I just turned 23, but my birthday was June 25th, so we're very close in age. The one thing that has kept me sane throughout the 75 hard challenge, and more importantly, has kept me hydrated the most, is liquid IV. Y'all, when I tell you, I literally crave liquid IV. Like, the lemon lime flavor lives rent-free in my head. First of all, it just always quenches my thirst, but it is perfectly sour and has that tangy taste to it, and it's just so good. Like, a nice, cold, crisp glass of liquid IV. Oh my gosh, Mwah! sounds so good. Whether you hydrate to live or live to hydrate, Liquid IV quenches your thirst faster than water alone with three times the electrolytes of the leading sports drinks plus eight vitamins and nutrients for everyday wellness all in a single sugar-free stick. So I actually just taste tested all of the flavors for you guys, the pear, the white peach, the green grape, and the lemon lime. And I have to tell you, I still think lemon lime is my favorite. <laughs> 
But my second favorite is green grape. And then my third favorite, believe it or not, is pear. I'm actually shocked by how much I like pear. And then in fourth place for me was the white peach. My favorite thing about Liquid IV is how convenient it is, especially because I am always on the go. I am booked and busy, and I'm sure you guys are too. So being able to pack it so easily in a purse or a carry-on or whatever the case is, like my work bag, I always have a Liquid IV in there because throughout my day, I get so thirsty and nothing truly satisfies my thirst craving other than a Liquid IV. Like it is so good. I literally want to make one right now. And listen, drinking water is great. Like I've been drinking so much water while doing the 75 hard challenge, but one stick of liquid IV in 16 ounces of water hydrates you way better than water alone. And I love it because I feel like it actually revives me. And the best part about it is that there's no artificial sweeteners and zero sugar. However you hydrate, grab your liquid IV hydration multiplier, sugar-free in bulk nationwide at Costco, or get 20% off your first order when you go to liquidiv.com and use code TK at checkout. That's 20% off your first order when you shop better hydration today using promo code TK at liquidiv.com. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. Families have a lot going on. Let Ollie help manage the mental load with new cognitive health supplements for everyone four and up, like delicious Lolly Focus Pops or Lolly Mellow Pops for kids. And for parents, try three new Brainy Chews to help you focus, chill out, or get energized. Find these cognitive health buddies for the whole fam at Ollie.com. That's O L L Y.com. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. I have a quick question about one last thing about Tyler. Do you ever get nervous or worried with your own relationship having divorced parents? Yeah, I actually do. And it's something that I never really thought about until recently when my parents got divorced. They got divorced. And how recent was it? Two and a half years ago. And... I get so scared of that because I just feel like I never want my kids to have to go through what my siblings and I went through and just like what it does to your family. And like, I've even seen how my parents have both reacted and changed from it. So I feel like it's definitely like something really hard that families have to go through. Yeah. Fun fact about Maggie and I is actually, I feel like I got super connected and close to Maggie because my parents literally, I've never said this on the internet. They got divorced around the same time that Maggie's parents did. And I remember when you did a, your like health journey video is when like the first time you really like mentioned it. And I was, I felt so connected and to you but like also more so relieved knowing that like someone who I idolize so much is going through something similar and like the pain is just like intolerable like it's like the worst thing ever and I don't know about you Maggie but my parents kind of like their divorce to me was a complete and utter surprise like I could have never expected it my whole life 
And it wasn't like they had this like toxic relationship. And then I was like, oh, I'm happy that they're getting a divorce. Like it was like a complete like I was blindsided. And so it felt like even more hurtful. But for you, were you super blindsided as well? Is that why it was super hurtful? Or were you kind of like in the end relieved because they were not getting along to begin with? No, honestly, like it had been a long time coming. And I feel I've never talked about like the backstory of why they actually got divorced and everything leading up to it. But it had been a really long time and the longer it's been and the more time I've had to like process everything and the more time we've all had to process everything as a family, it was definitely for the best because my parents, they were together for 25 years when they got, or maybe 28 years. Either way. My parents were around the same. It makes sense because we're similar. Yeah. I think when they got divorced, they were 25. They had just celebrated their 25th wedding anniversary and then they separated so it was a long time coming and it was something that we had always kind of like not expected it's something that you would never expect to happen but at the same time like when it happened we were like my siblings and I were just like oh my god like it shook our world and just like turned everything upside down even though it was something that we weren't surprised about and really yeah but I just feel like it was the fact that it like actually was like real. Yeah. See, for me, I feel like I'm a little bit opposite because it was not a long time coming from in my head. Like as the child's perspective, like my brother and I could have never imagined. Like we were not that family. You know what I mean? We oh, the yeah. Joneses. We were like the perfect family, like next door, like neighborly, friendly, whatever, like perfect, like nothing's wrong with us and then all of a sudden I was like wait what the fork like we have shit we have family stuff you know what I mean that was us too and like we were the exact same as your family but the only difference was we had a lot of shit going on behind the scenes like behind closed doors that people did not know about did not know about no and so when people found out that my parents got divorced they were like what Michael and Kristen McDonald are divorced. It was this huge thing. People were, it was like the talk of the town, but it's like, they didn't really know what happened. Because your dad, my dad's name's Mike and my mom's name's Kelly. Oh my God. M and K. Yeah. So, yeah. So I feel like people were like, Mike and Kelly King, like what? Like they thought it was some scandal, like literally. And even to, as a kid, I thought it was a scandal too. Like I was dead ass embarrassed. Like I still am sometimes because I was like, oh my God, like I can't believe my parents are divorced. Like I'm afraid to date now. Like blah, 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 blah. Like it messed me up. Yeah, me too. Well, for a while, like I just was like, I don't want this to happen to me. And my siblings think the same thing. My brother always says that he, he's 25 and he's like, oh my God, I am terrified to fall in love and get a girlfriend because I'm 25 and the next girl I meet I am probably gonna marry her like at this rate so I feel like he has the same thoughts too like he's just like I don't want to end up like mom and dad did because he saw what it did to all of us but I just feel like at the same time like everybody is so different and I feel like sometimes stuff like this has to happen to teach you lessons and I feel like now it showed all of us that what we don't want in our relationship and to kind of work on the things that our parents 
needed to work on like communication and just all that type of stuff and just not going down the same path at least for me because I don't know your parents story but last thing regarding the divorce I think is if someone's listening right now and their parents are in the midst like let's say last week they found out their parents are getting a divorce what advice would you give them like what do you wish you could have told yourself when you were in that like traumatic moment in your life what do you wish you could have told yourself to like calm yourself down I probably would have told myself that in time everything will be healed so time heals everything and also that it's going to be frustrating because I felt like in that moment when everything was happening, all I wanted to do was be comforted by my family. And the first people you go That's to when you're so going true. through something is your parents. You go to your parents, so your underrated. siblings, everybody helps you through what you're going through. And then when the divorce happened, we all were going through it together. So none of us could talk to each other about it because we were all dealing with the same thing. We all had such different emotions and different experiences. So truthfully, I feel like if anything, it would be to like see a therapist or have somebody other than a family member that you can talk to because in that type of situation, at least for me, like I did not want to take sides. I didn't want to talk to my mom about it because my mom was going against my dad I couldn't talk to my dad about it because he was going against my mom and I just felt like hopeless like I just didn't know who was there for me and who I could talk to which I am so grateful for Tyler because he was there for me throughout the whole thing and so were his parents and that really helped me but I just think I probably would have found like a good therapist that I trust someone I can talk to And just to never be like ashamed about needing to talk to somebody and like ask for help. Did you end up going to therapy at all because of the divorce? No, I never did. But my sister did. Okay. Yeah. See, I ended up going later than I should have, but I started to go and it helped me immensely. I mean, I couldn't even, if people brought it up to me, I couldn't even talk about it without starting to cry. Yeah. Like it was like, it was, I was holding in so much. This makes so much more sense because she's a cancer, right? Mm-hmm. You guys are like the yeah, same. Yeah, so we were, yeah. So we're such like homebodies and like I didn't, I couldn't talk about it. And so like I needed to have a stranger like pry things out of me because it, it was just, I couldn't. And, and then I don't know about you, but my brother handled it so differently from me that I felt weird reacting the way I wanted to naturally react in front of him because it was just so different from how he was reacting and I needed to have my own venting session without him even though we are so close but I feel like as siblings it made us closer yeah did it make you guys closer oh yeah my siblings and I are so close we actually ever since the divorce happened I ended up moving to Boston and my brother had lived in Boston he's older than us and then Emma moved to Boston last year so we all live together now like in the same area and we do dinner every week and it's just like we're so close because of it that's great I'm so glad to hear that and I just think it's so cool that you opened up about that on your channel because like literally as a viewer like I felt like I wasn't even that close to you I was like so relieved to hear you say that because I was like oh my god like not everyone even like I saw you as someone that just has everything perfect in your life seeing you go through that made everything come back like down to reality and yeah like, brought things back down to earth and I was just so relieved to see someone that I look up to so much 
going through something so difficult. So thank you for sharing that. Oh my God. I love that. That makes me feel so good too. That what I'm sharing about what happens in my life like affects other people too. And yeah. You can know that and you're then, not alone. Totally. And then last, last, last question regarding divorce stuff. Do you said in your health journey video, you were like the reason why I kind of got off the track was because I went through my parents' divorce and blah, 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 among many other things, I'm sure. For me too, I feel like I put on the pounds when my, I just like binge ate. I would like try and drink. I would, basically in my head, I was like, okay, parents are getting divorced. How do I distract myself? Doing stuff like going out to eat, drinking, like all, all of the above. Like, and, and I don't even like, I'm not even like a wine drinker, but I was like anywhere I went, like I was ordering a glass of wine. Like I was getting the appetizers just because I wanted to be distracted the house down boots. What about, was that kind of your situation or what happened with you? Yeah, I was the same. I gained like 15 pounds from it. I think I gained like 20 to 25 pounds. Really? Yeah. And it's something that just happened honestly so quick that I didn't even really realize And I feel like I also was just like eating things that I normally wouldn't have eaten in the past. A lot of comfort foods. And I just would, I really would binge too. Like I would just keep eating honestly until like I felt sick. And I feel like that having that full feeling took away from all of the struggles I was dealing with. It just, it was like such a crazy thing to experience and something that you really don't even realize you're doing until after the fact. When you kind of look back and evaluate your actions. Totally. I was in complete degaff mode. Like I didn't give a fork. Like I was like, I just had no, like now when I go to eat, I'm like, okay, what's the purpose of this? Like, I, and I, it's weird. Cause I'm naturally a super healthy eater. Like I was the kid that brought carrots instead of gushers to school. Like my mom was that mom. And so I never had the fun candy and stuff. So it was weird like mentally being like wait why am I just not caring about like my nutrition right now like why am I not caring about that so it was it was weird but just goes to show that everyone has their shit even if it looks like we have to get have yeah, it together <laughs> exactly okay so let's talk about YouTube what YouTubers do you look up to whose videos do you always have running in the background who do you love who's underrated okay this is gonna sound a little crazy but I actually don't really watch YouTube at all because I feel like it takes away from my authenticity because if I had if I sat down and religiously watched YouTube like I did three or four years ago I feel like I would just become a person who I'm not because I watch so many different people that I'd be like oh this person does this and that's cool I'm gonna do that this person does that and I feel like I would be a bunch of these different people meshed into one so I don't really watch a lot of YouTube because I feel like it takes away from my own creativity. So there's literally no one you ever put on your TV like while you're cleaning? Honestly, no. I listen to podcasts, but I have been really into Lauren Geraldo. Her videos. Oh yeah, I love Lauren. She's so nice. I just found her uh, like a few weeks ago because she moved and her house tour came up on my like subscription. Oh, I was invested. Or like on the side of my recommended thing. And so I clicked on it and I found her vlogs and I'm really into her new lifestyle in Arizona. I had seen her come up before in the past and I didn't relate with her videos. She was very like LA baddie. She always talks about it like she's changing Uh her vibe and her new vibe is the vibe that I like. 
she has like her house and she's decorating and she's chilling at home and all that stuff which I'm super into so I watch her videos here and there but really I usually will like watch my friends in the background like I will catch up and see like I sometimes watch Emma's videos but half the time like I'm with her (laughs) my friend Jess I like to catch up on the people who I know and see like that they're doing well and see what they're up to yeah but there's nobody that I really like watch religiously or like have on in the background one thing I have to say about Lauren is she's legit probably one of the funniest people I've met in person really she's like constantly cracking jokes constantly just a ball of fun to be with I actually went on a brand trip with her in the Caribbean and we had a wild ass time and she is just a blast (laughs) yes she seems like she'd be so fun and she just seems so real too like she doesn't care she is real she does not care yeah which is so cool because I I feel like now too I'm invested because I'm like oh Lauren's like getting in this mom mode yeah it's fun to watch her be like super you know anal about her house and how it looks I have to say I've been on the Lauren train too who what about like Instagram are there people that you like love you know following their posts or you you're constantly saving their stuff for inspo yeah I actually I've stopped saving inspo pics because that used to be something that I would religiously sit on my phone and scroll and save and like I had specific categories like you know when you go to your little saved icon and you can like make folders I was like okay Caribbean trip like chill vibe filler photo like I had all of these pictures I wanted to recreate and I feel like it got to the point where it was exhausting and it was making me try to be somebody who I was not like it's don't get me wrong like I love like looking at people's stuff and like getting inspiration but again I just found that I do kind of like do the best when I just don't look at anyone's stuff and just like post a photo in the moment like when I'm doing whatever I'm doing but for people that I follow I specifically will look at like a list I have like in my search bar I have the same people who I will just like click on their stories and I only consume like a few people's content Like the Skinny Confidential always talks about it. She's like, talks about how many people she consumes their content and just like not going through all day and looking at everybody's stories because it's like such a time waster. So I have like specific people that I go through every day. Who's worthy enough? Who's worthy enough to be in Maggie McDonald's I see your stuff. (laughs) Just letting you know that I look at your stories. I love your stories. (laughs) I I vote on um, all of your polls too. Unless it's a really hard one where I feel like that I that I that I can't decide, then I'll skip. But I vote on all of your polls. I look at all of your stories. Honored. I love your energy, your vibe, and so Thank I have you. you. I look at your stories, but on my list I have Courtney Kardashian. Okay. I love Courtney. Awesome. I love seeing like her posts on Poosh. Maybe get like a new recipe or something. Yeah. I don't know. Love you her. Definitely have a Poosh vibe. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you. There should be Maggie Poosh McDonald at this point. I'm totally getting Pooshy vibes. We should do a collab, Courtney. Maggie yeah. X Poosh. Come on, Come on um, We have Lauren. I love her right now. Obviously, I look at all of her Geraldo. stuff. Yes, Lauren Geraldo, Victoria Villaroel, Haley Bieber, obviously. Mm-hmm. Heavy Manners, which is my favorite brand at the moment. I'm wearing their sweatshirt right now. Just like it's a really small company and it 
is based out of New York and all the clothes are made in New York and they're made by this one lady in her little office and everything's handmade cut and fit like exactly how the girl who designed the clothes wanted it and so I'm really into them I'm into the clothes they're so comfy so I always like check those stories to see like when stuff is dropping because got it it'll like drop on the stories and then it's sold out so it's one of those so I have that Ed (laughs) Milet yeah okay Ed Milet I know I just feel like like the people that I check every single day are, I don't know. I so just feel like I ain't all about it. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Because I mean, that's fair. Not, not that I don't ever look at other people's stories, but these are just yeah. like in my search. Then I also, I do have, I think she's, she's not really like an influencer. She's a mom. Her name is Kristen Luell. You, I'm sending her your profile. She's from San Diego. Please. She's like the, she's a bad ass woman she's a mom oh she God. has two boys her husband's name is Tyler I love when and you send me profiles to follow no I'm okay. sending her to you because she talks about like being confident in her own body and like body positivity such oh good gosh, energy yes. you would love her she's absolutely gorgeous she has a rocking body she is like curvy has big oh God, boobs like you are gonna love her her stories are amazing so I look at her and then also fit with Cambry because I'm, I really oh, love yeah. her and Alfonso. Okay, <laughs> I think they're okay, so yeah, cute. Yeah. Her and her boyfriend. And I just think that as a person, I've been following her for like two years now. And Same. I just feel like her energy is just, she's grown so much within the past year. And she is just so confident and glowing and really just like works on herself. And she's real about her struggles and stuff that she goes through. Like, I know she's dealt with a bunch of things in the past, like anxiety and stuff like that. So I just like to see her I feel stuff. like you guys kind of remind me of each other because you definitely both are like boss ass bitches, but you stay in your own lane. She just like, I, I feel like I know her. I respect her. I She has her line of like supplements and like what, you know, all of her things. She has her workouts. She's like a boss ass bitch, but she like stays in her lane and like she does her own thing. And that's what you do. Oh, thank you. I agree. I love that. She uh-huh. just stays so true to herself. Like she has this different vibe to her. Like everything's like pink and she like yeah. has... I don't know. I just, yeah, she's sporty and she's different and her boyfriend's so funny. Like I just love them together and he is so supportive of her and just like lets her do her thing and treats her so well and will always like encourage her. They work out together, which like reminds me a lot of Tyler and I, cause he's super into fitness. So I just, well, if you, I don't know if, if I'm allowed to say this, but if you and Emma do end up doing a podcast together, Oh, yeah, you can keep then it. Then you should. Yeah. Hello, promo. <laughs> then you guys need to have her on as a guest because I feel like she's the perfect guest for you guys. Oh, completely. That's such a good idea. I definitely will. I feel like she would so be down, too. You guys have a totally similar vibe, but also very different. Yeah. OK, next question. I know you say you don't watch a lot of YouTube, but in the influencer community, I feel like myself and I know, I don't know if you know, but I work for, a, I work for a YouTuber. Yes. And I know that. Yes. Okay. Her name is Alicia and she, we, we were just, we just did this awesome truth or drink video with one of her like longtime lifestyle YouTuber friends who also we revealed in the truth or drink video that we both kind of have looked at each other as a little bit of a healthy competition. Right. So her name is Lauren DIY. I don't know if you've ever seen her on YouTube. I've heard of her. 
Yeah, she's awesome. So we were like, yeah, it's funny because we're constantly a little bit comparing numbers and stuff just to make sure like, oh, did my video flop or is like Lauren's video not doing as well at this time right now just because of the algorithm? Like sometimes we'll check that out or vice versa. She was like, yeah, sometimes I've done that too. Is there someone in your head that you kind of go to to be like, oh, like what are they up to? Like a, a little healthy competition perhaps. That's not Emma. Okay, honestly, like, I hope people aren't like bored by this. Like, okay, come on, this girl, like, is she serious? But nobody, like, I really, not even my sister, I don't look at how many views I get. I don't look at how many likes I get on Instagram. Like, I genuinely don't look at that stuff. I cannot be consumed by numbers and what other people are doing like comparison kills you can't be worried about what other people are doing it's just so detrimental to your own growth and your own success comparing yourself to others like we're all on different journeys and one person's journey is going to be so different than your own and you're on like different timelines I need to just worry about myself and how am I going to better myself every day and I just don't like compare myself to any else online I mean that's totally admirable because I feel like I myself am totally guilty of that but I feel like I have noticed like as I have grown a little bit in the social media world I feel like I I definitely am more aware of when I catch myself doing that and then I'll be like okay no like we aren't going there so I think it's it's weird because I feel like I used to do it more than I do now when I've grown a little bit. So I'm tr- I definitely trying to like reel it back in. <laughs> yeah, it's definitely something that I feel like just being mindful of. And obviously like you're still learning and growing and it's not going to be perfect all day, every single day. You're going to have your moments, but just being mindful of it and coming back to yourself and being like, okay, let's not focus on that. Like focus on me. I'm doing amazing. Like what I'm doing is so different than what anyone else is doing. And I'm on my own time, like doing things on my own time. I'm on my own journey. And this is how my story is going to be. Not based on what anybody else has done. Absolutely. I mean, good for you. I love that. I hit you up about, I don't know, a month or a couple months ago, a month or two ago. And you were going through a lot. Yeah. Yeah. With your, um, you had some like merch drama, you had, I, I don't know, you had a lot of stuff going on. You were getting a lot of hate, to be blunt. <laughs> I want to know, and, I, and the reason why I hit you up is because I was invested in what was going on as a viewer, and then you came out of the woodworks with this awesome Q&A, and you were like, no, bitches, this is what the fork is up. <laughs> And I thought you handled it so beautifully and so candid. You were real and candid and confident. And I, I felt like it just brought you back down to earth. And as a viewer, I, I really respected that. So I want to ask you what actually, and, and I feel like if you haven't watched the Q&A, you have to, like as anyone listening, you have to watch the Q&A because she explains a lot there. And I know you did explain a lot there, but I want to ask you a little bit about the merch drama and, and and I know because working with Alicia we're constantly in contact with our manufacturer with her merch so there's a lot that goes on behind the scenes that no one knows about like I mean there's constant like we're always like oh we don't like these samples oh this costs too much oh there's not gonna be enough masks like there's so much drama just in the merch category that we're always dealing with that no one ever sees what 
what actually went down? Was there an issue with your manufacturer? Were you just like uh, so new to it that you just didn't know and you were like a little baby in a new you know, realm of work that you were just like, I don't know what I'm doing. I don't know what's right from wrong. Or did, did you ever even expect to get like some of the hate that you did? Because people were really mean to you. Yeah, honestly, like it all just happened so quick, which I just want to say before I go into the story that I am so grateful that that happened because it really like brought me back to who I am. And I truly believe that everything in life happens for you, not to you. And I took that time and took what was going on and I learned so much about myself and I grew so much as a person and I really started to focus on like what actually matters in life and just being who I am and like being authentic and real and honest and kind of just like being the way that I used to be when I first started my YouTube channel. I kind of... yeah got like that innocence back I feel like yeah exactly so I learned so many lessons and basically with the merch like I had been talking about wanting to start a clothing line for a very long time it's been like a dream of mine ever since I was little and I was in the process of creating some products like I knew exactly what I wanted I wanted sweat sets to start like an iconic sweatshirt sweatpant matching set and Maggie McDonald exactly that's the vibe I wanted and so I am the type of person where I own a million sweatshirts and sweatpants because I need to know exactly what fit I like I want to know what materials I like just so I can come out with my own product that is completely mine that I get cut and sewn and literally put together to be this perfect piece that I created And so with COVID happening, obviously I could not do that. And that whole process got put on hold, but I still wanted to release a product since people had been asking for so long, like, oh, where's your clothing line? Like you've been talking about it. We want updates, whatever. So I had originally been planning on coming out with my own crew neck, but I couldn't do that because of the world pandemic and so instead of that we just decided that we would come out we meaning like I decided with my team so yes we decided um in the meantime that I could just come out with a sweatshirt like merch type thing yeah which at in the beginning it was my fault I didn't call it merch I just said I'm releasing something on my line and a lot of people got mad because it was on a champion I bought champion blanks and I got them embroidered with the design that I was going to use on one of my sweatshirts like have embroidery on it all of that but with everything going on I couldn't have my own sweatshirt it just wasn't possible factories were literally closed like people were not working and so I decided to come out with a champion sweatshirt and I am the type of person where I am like quality over quantity I I talk about it in all of my videos like it's so repetitive I would rather have one nice thing than a bunch of shitty things basically I didn't want to come out with a sweatshirt that people were going to watch wash and then it was going to pill and shrink after the first time they washed it like if you think about going on like college visits and when you're at college champion crewnecks are so timeless and so iconic they wash so well they get better with age like they really just are 
so unique too. Like there's nothing like having like a good champion sweatshirt. When you go to like thrift stores, vintage champion is so like in. It's lasts yeah. forever. So anyway, I decided to print, like put my embroidery on the champion sweatshirts, which was very controversial because of the price. People really just freaked out about the price and thought that I was like scamming them and trying to do it for money. And it was just like, so I could go buy like another designer bag, which was so hurtful to me because that wasn't it at all. Like I, I just wanted something that was going to be good quality. And now I realize like not everybody, just because I like that doesn't mean that that is what everybody also wants Wants. and what other people can afford which I've realized now and going forward like there will definitely be changes and I am going to be so mindful about all of the constructive criticism I got but just in that moment I also just think people don't understand like how much you actually have to pay for these items of clothing people were commenting saying like oh she bought $10 champion sweatshirts and then she sold them for $80 like Yes, Walmart can sell champion stuff, but it is a different blend. It is totally different than the reverse weave crew neck. That's a tongue twister, but that's like their heavyweight sweatshirts, sweatpants that you can literally only get like at their store or at Urban Outfitters, like stuff like that. You know what I mean? It's like the good quality pieces. And I love those sweatshirts. I have one from this organic market called Rory's on the Cape. Like I have a champion sweatshirt from them that they came out with last summer. And I thought it was the coolest thing. I wore it all summer and I washed it a ton of times. It's so cozy. And I wanted to create like my own champion piece since I couldn't come out with like my own sweatshirt. So I did that. And then I just got a lot of hate saying that I was trying to scam people when really those sweatshirts cost like $50 to get the blanks. And then obviously I have to pay for the embroidery and I have to pay the people who are working behind the scenes. So I, at the end of the day, was not getting as much money as people thought I was. And I would never do something like that. Like I'm not that type of person to do something for money. Like if I really wanted to scam people, I would have came out with the cheapest sweatshirt like that literally cost ten dollars and I would have printed on it and then sold it for like 50 bucks you know yeah looking forward are you going to continue doing a merch line or are you going to come out with your own clothing line in addition to that or just one of honestly this whole entire experience made me take a huge step back and kind of reevaluate my whole life because I felt so pressured to have to always be like coming out with something and doing the next thing based on what other people were doing around me like people were releasing like all this stuff like oh like I've been working on this project for a year I came out with this like a ton of people were always doing something and I felt like I had to keep up with it and I will still come out with a clothing line it will not be like anytime soon I just have realized that I can't force anything and I need to just let life happen the way that it is and I have so many exciting I know this is so annoying to say too like I have so many exciting (laughs) things going on but I really do like I have two things that I'm working on right now that are completely different than the clothing line and it's like these these are opportunities that have came that I would have had no idea about like five months ago and I'm so excited for and they're in alignment with everything that I like believe in and everything I love. And 
I'm so excited. So basically like the clothing line will still be coming. I just don't really have a timeline on when I'm kind of like have stepped back after like what happened with the merch. I don't even know if I'm even going to come out with merch. I've never been a merch girl anyway. So that's the thing. Like I, (laughs) that's why I didn't want to even like call it merch or I, I think that's why people were confused. They were like, wait, okay, I thought you were coming out with a clothing line. And then it like kind of seemed like merch. And then I was like, wait, Maggie McDonald wouldn't have merch. Yeah. I so I, I just like, even myself, I, I was like, what the heck? I felt <laughs> rushed. Like I genuinely just felt so like rushed and I felt like I didn't explain myself well. I, I was not like as organized just with everything going on. Like it was the beginning of COVID. Life was so yeah. crazy. Like I don't, I don't even know. I don't even remember that time of life it and was just like, so insane and I remember I remember specifically I was on a run and I just kept thinking about it and I because I saw I think your Q&A and I kept thinking about it and I was like oh my god I feel so bad because I was that person that I was like ew why did you come out with this blah 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 super expensive thing and whatever and like your video I felt like was just like shut me the heck up and I like was I applaud you so much for you know, taking the reins of the situation and being like, yeah, I messed up, you know, this didn't go as planned and just like telling people how it is. And I just like applauded you so much. And I had to tell you like, whoa, I really feel like you're like bringing your videos back down to earth. Like, I feel like I'm reinvested in you and your content because you are being so real right now. And I think it was like such a cool thing that had happened to you and your brand because like, I'm like that almost needed to happen for me to get for me as a viewer to get reinvested in your videos because I was like whoa I feel like that brought you back down to earth and got me back invested in you yeah it was completely I feel like brought me way back down to earth like I before the whole sweatshirt thing happened I was like on autopilot through my life like I feel like there had just been at least like eight or nine months where I well actually it was probably since like September of 2019 till mm-hmm. May or June where I yeah. felt like I was just on autopilot going through the motions and I feel like I wasn't I didn't feel good with the decisions I was making the people I was surrounding myself with like the way that I would talk to myself in my head too like I just feel like I was not in alignment with who I truly am in my beliefs like I was yes, living this like completely unrealistic lifestyle that I feel like I just needed that to give me a reality check mm-hmm. like honestly after all of that happened like people were also making comments just about like me as a person and that affected me so much they were just saying things about me and I was like but that's not actually how I am like you guys don't yeah. understand like you are seeing like these videos online and these pictures and that's not me. Those aren't my beliefs. That's not like what I stand for. And it totally made me like think about even the content that I'm putting out. And honestly, like I know that this may seem like crazy that I did this, but I like got so grossed out by like my old life, old lifestyle, those past like few months where I just wasn't myself And I literally like purged my whole closet and I got rid of like I sent all of my not all of them, but like 75% of like the designer stuff I owned. I sent it to the real real. I was like, I can't 
Like just because like I just felt like I was getting a lot of success on YouTube. My videos were doing really well. Like obviously with that, you put in the hard work, you're going to get it in return. Like you're going to get paid. So I felt like I had just grown up going on Pinterest my whole life, seeing all of these amazing designer bags and shoes and clothes. And I finally was in the place where I had worked so hard that I could easily just buy everything myself for myself. And I felt like I felt like I had made it. I was like, okay, it was basically like, I want it. I got it. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I was going to say, girl, do you ever save any money? No, I, I actually <laughs> did. I, I have a financial advisor. And the thing that is crazy is that every time I'd meet with them, they'd be, I would be like, okay, am I like, am I doing okay? Like, yeah, I just like, didn't know. They actually told me they were like, oh no, you're actually very good at managing your money. So I have professionals oh, that do help me. So I never like went off the deep end, which people thought that I like, completely went off the deep end and was like getting in debt over like bags but I sold a lot of my stuff just because genuinely like I know for a fact like don't get me wrong I love nice things and I appreciate them but at the same time like I had so much stuff that did not bring me happiness and it just made me realize that like having all this stuff doesn't make me a better person and doesn't make me like cool and so good. I just was like, this is not me. This isn't who I am. This wasn't how I was brought up. Like I'm yeah. the girl from the Go Cape off, that girl. worked at the resort three years ago. And now just because I'm like successful on YouTube and can buy these things, like I was turning into this person that I'm not. And I just did not like it at all. So I, yeah, I like ended up getting rid of like a bunch of my stuff. And now I feel like I've just been living like a more simple life and doing things that are bringing me joy and like spending time with the people that I love not worrying about like materialistic things I got rid of like oh my god well anything it's what did I keep viewers will know I don't (laughs) I don't know what would you say is iconic like what is something that comes to your mind ask me and I'll tell you if it's here okay what about the like beach bag the is there Saint Laurent Saint Laurent Laurent? I kept that that's very timeless um I think that that it's not like hype beast and I'm I feel like it's not too flashy you know what I mean so you feel like you got rid of your hype beast stuff yeah like my neon green Balenciaga (laughs) bag from Coachella Oh, okay Yeah. yeah I mean stuff like that where I feel like I got rid of a lot of Balenciaga things that I owned I got rid of my red Fendi bag I got rid of just things you didn't use on a daily basis yeah And I only kept, the only bags I kept to put into perspective, I kept my black Chanel bag, which I still like, which Chanel is timeless. I would be concerned if you returned that. I would be like, um, yeah, I I kept that. that, But at the same time now I'm like, what, like, come on, why did I like, why did I buy that? You know, that's a big purchase. Yeah, it is. And don't keep like, I think it's beautiful, but at the same time, it's like, I am just so not into that right now but I kept that and I kept my Dior saddlebag which is really cute and then I have a couple of the Prada bags like the, the 2005 one, and stuff. Yeah. whatever it's called I kept those and my Louis Vuitton bum bag the iconic oh yeah yeah so yeah. I kept a few things and then got rid of most of it but 
Well, I will say, I feel like this, just you saying that is like what I needed to hear because I feel like I get in that too. Like if I was, if I was making, you know, that magnitude of money, like I would, I'd be doing the same thing. I'd be flexing on the gram. I'd be going to, you know what I mean? Like I would just be, I, and it's weird too, when you like have, you can technically justify it. Cause you're like, Ooh, I can get a few photos in it. I could show it at a vlog. Like, can I kind of write it off? Like it's weird. It's such a weird industry. So I, I feel like this is going to be so helpful for people like myself that are like kind of in a similar, not situation, but like, you know, I, I could, I could see myself getting to that point and needing to like dial it back. So I think it's so cool that you're open about like, yeah, like I was dumb about certain purchases or whatever. Anyway, last question ever. Where do you see yourself in five years? Oh, wow. Five years. So I'd be turning 29. Oh my God. So I probably, well, I'm going to be married, <laughs> living in a house. At 29, I want to have one or two kids and have my you family want like four started. Kids, right? Yeah. I want Same. four. So I could see myself having one or two kids, married, living in a house, and just like enjoying time with my family. Probably like I don't know what I, I don't have any specific plans or anything or goals that I want to do. I like I said before, I just am really trying to take life day by day and not forcing it and thinking too much about what's going to happen in the future and putting an insane amount of pressure on myself. I feel like life yeah. is just naturally going to work itself out like there is a plan and a, a path for everybody that is already planned out that we all just need totally. to ride the wave and take it day by day so but I definitely know for a fact that like I want to be married and have kids so yeah Yeah, same I hope to god I'm married by it (laughs) (laughs) okay let's run through these polls and then I'll let you go because I've kept you forever one is tiktok a positive or toxic platform we can just run through these toxic I don't have it on my phone I deleted Um, it months ago I would say it's probably toxic, but like I'm obsessed. Oh, yeah. No, that was me. I would stay up till literally 3 a.m. scrolling and scrolling. And then it was in like April. I was like, I can't do this anymore. So I think personally it gives me positivity. So I'm going to say positive, but like I know it's toxic. (laughs) But 57% said positive. 43% said toxic. Self-care or night out? Self-care. I would say self-care now too, but normally I'm the night out girl. Um, 70% said self-care. Oh. You know, quarantine's getting to all of us. <laughs> okay, which one are you? Are you a bra girl or you want to like the sad like finger? What is, okay, what what does that mean, bra girl? Like is it? <laughs> it's like a, it's a TikTok thing right now. Like bra okay. girls would essentially be probably someone like me. Like let's go. Like <laughs> one who jumps right into the water instead of laying out. You know what I mean? That yeah, I am so like. <laughs> <laughs> she's doing the, the sad two face the two sad face yeah. p- fingers pointing <laughs> i genuinely do that really so bro. much like during the day too that like my boyfriend and my brother do it now they'll be like mags and i'm like yeah <laughs> Same, my brother and my mom and i like when we're sad we'll be like mm, sad. <laughs> <laughs> it's so funny 58 percent said they're bro girls so good for them are you an advice giver or a receiver both I feel like I can give good advice, but I also love to receive. I think in my environment right now, I have like, I live with like three older girls 
I'm receiving a lot more than I'm giving just because they're older and wiser. But I think in in normal life, I give a lot more advice. But 86% said advice giver. When do you thrive more, winter or summer? I, can, I know this for you. Summer. Same. 61% said summer. Bougie or affordable? Okay. So this is where it's a little bit confusing. So I am – I'd probably pick bougie, but – like less is more, you know? Yeah. God, I'm kind of in the same boat. I probably actually maybe would put affordable, but I love like a bougie dinner. I love a bougie night. I love, I feel, I find myself spending the most money on like kind of entertainment things, like the experience, like going out to dinner, doing the Uber XL or like Uber, you know, black. And then like, you know, I, I like spending money on like, I guess I would rather spend money on like a first class ticket than like a nice bag. I, I yeah, would like that. no, completely. Just like more on experiences than yeah. like material items. Classic like Gen Z millennial thing. Seventy four percent said affordable. Save or spend. A little bit of both. I feel like I definitely I'm very good at saving my money, but at the same time, like I don't work for nothing. I don't work yeah. this hard to Do just you? like see money sit in my account. And life's yeah. too short to like totally. have, I don't know. I just feel like life's anything. too short. Yeah. Okay. I was going to ask, do you invest your money or do you ma- mainly just save it? No, I invest. You invest. You have your financial advisor like tell you what to invest in. Yeah. Yes. That's awesome. Yeah. I would say I'm actually quite, I'm, I'm kind of a saver, but like I, I'm, I'll weirdly spend money on like random things that I can't stop thinking about, AKA the restoration hardware cloud bed that I yeah no I completely agree like I just moved into a new apartment a few months ago and I bought a bunch of new furniture and the only reason why I did what I did and I got a bunch of restoration hardware furniture was because I know it's going to come with me to my house like your house my next place that I moved to like it's all coming with me and I found that I was in a place where I just felt like it was a really great investment and they weren't going to be like making me waste any money. I don't know. Yeah. So no, I respect it. 63% said save 37% said spend. Have you ever lied about liking something to fit in? Oh yeah, for sure. Like definitely when I was in high Same. school in my earlier years of college, like before I really established like my own confidence, like when I was insecure, like I definitely lied about things to fit in with other people I still do probably to this day I'll I'll be like oh yeah I know about blah 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 when I don't when Um, you don't yeah 80% said yes 20% said no do you feel pressured to show your relationship on social media no I feel like if I got a boyfriend I would feel like pressured especially from hometown people to like show that I have one you know what I mean I feel like I would feel that pressure but I, in my like heart, know that I, there actually isn't a pressure that I need to like show to anyone. But I feel like I would feel that. 75% said yes. Minimalist or maximalist? Minimalist. I would say, oh, I hate to say it, but I feel like I'm a maximalist. I want to be a minimalist. minimalist okay, well, that yeah, means. I mean... Yeah, I, I no, probably are am so more on the minimalist side. You are so minimalist. Okay, come on. I'm moving. You'll be so proud of me, though. I'm moving, actually, to a high-rise 
and the place is has so little storage that I got rid of so much shit. No way. So, yeah, like my new aesthetic is just going to be I'm like channeling my Poosh Maggie McDonald vibes. And I I'm love just that. Well, if you need anything, FaceTime me. I will. And I'll I'm help you out. I'm going to start FaceTiming you and being like, listen, I have this much storage. What the heck do I do? Yes. Gold or silver? Gold. I'm gold girl too. You have a both. I, I said brother or sister. You have, I have both. both. Right? See, I have a brother. Mm-hmm. So I would have voted that. Vlog or sit down vid? Vlog. I say vlog. Skincare or makeup? Skincare. And then sneaker or heels? Sneakers. I say sneakers too. Okay, well, Maggie, it has been just an absolute delight being able to chat with you for so long. Thank you for saying so long and agreeing to do it. And I just have to say, I applaud you so much for like this new page that you've turned on your channel and on your brand. I'm like, I've been a fan all along, but I was proved wrong via your Q&A and you just have your crap together. And I'm so excited to watch you and your channel do its thing and stay true to yourself and um I don't know I just I'm really excited for you and I think it's so cool that you're like shutting up all these people that were giving you so much hate because no one deserves that it's just been a delight talking to you yeah thank you so much for having me I had so much fun yeah of course well do you want to pimp yourself out what is your Instagram and YouTube channel and stuff like that um YouTube just Maggie McDonald and then Instagram at Maggie McDonald M-A-C-D-O-N-A-L-D Perfect. Well, everyone, be sure to follow her, gas her up, send her some DMs. Save. I always save her Instagram, so she's a great person for inst- Instagram inspo. Oh, thank you. Um, oh my god, duh. <laughs> be sure to follow me on Instagram at TK's Juicy Polls because without voting in the polls, you can't be a, var- a part of the pod. And be sure to make someone's day this week. Peace. Grand Canyon University, an affordable private Christian university, is one of the largest and fastest growing universities in the country, offering more than 270 programs online. In addition to federal grants and aid, GCU's online students received nearly $130 million in institutional scholarships in 2022. Find your purpose at Grand Canyon University. Private, Christian, affordable. Visit gcu.edu slash myoffer to see the scholarships you may qualify for.